Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Friday night, Betfair Edge. Back and lay bet on Cox Plate Day. Join at betfair.com.au or on the app. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome and good evening to the Betfair Edge. Back and lay bet on Cox Plate Day. You can join at betfair.com.au or on the app. As always, gamble responsibly. And if you don't understand Betfair, just go to the Betfair uh, .com.au forward slash hub with for everything you need to know. Miles Fitzner with you on your Friday evening, Manicado night, Cox Plate weekend, spring champion stakes. It's all happening. Who better to discuss all of that than my co-host with the most, Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy. Great to be with you, mates. One of my favourite weekends of the year. We're up and about. Birthday celebrations. You and I are heading straight to the track. Oh, it's going to be big. Come say good day. Fitzy's got his Sharpie. If you are out at the track, come and say Hello. Come and say hello. Tommy yes. and I have got a bet going. Tommy said that he reckons he'll get recognised way, way more than no. <laughs> I was just going to say, no one knows who I am, mate. No one knows who I am either, buddy. <laughs> that's not what you said Saturday night. That, oh, that's, look, <laughs> I've sold you in, then I've backed out of the gag, <sighs> and then you can't throw me under again, right? <laughs> um, look, I'm looking forward. Jeez, you got me well, there. You're going to the lay-in anyway, so we'll get to that. All oh, right, we'll get to that in a minute. Hey, um... Uh, we've got a huge show. We're going to run through tonight and Randwick um, after the break, and then we're going to do Mooney Valley Saturday on the other side. Friday forecast, our best bets, lay of the day. They're all coming up too. But just quickly, this weather, it's going to wreak havoc. Obviously, um, precipitation everywhere. And precipitation? Yes, yep. That's, yep. that's the word. Moisture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good word. Um, it, it, if it... Uh, it's, um, this is going to feature later for me in the doomsday scenario, but mm. if it gets to a heavy deck for Saturday, I'll be I'll be so upset. Oh yeah, it's. Um, I wish the the weather of the last few days has been unbelievable. Wish we had that over the weekend, but um, things are going to change. And yeah, interested to see how the track plays. Rail and the True at Mooney Valley tonight and Saturday, so they'll be getting wider and wider as the day goes on, which we often see, I, I recommend. Very quick recap. Let's listen to what happened in the Everest. Eduardo and Nature Strip head and head up the rise and a thriller here on the Everest and Nature Strip given the cue by McDonald and the champ races to the lead by a length on Eduardo. Private eyes running on, then came over past Shades of Rose, Jackano and Giga Kick. Nature Strip a length in front, Private Eye, Giga Kick, Giga Kick down the outside wins the Everest. The unbeaten three-year-old's done it. Flat out tempo, uh, nature strip massive. Eduardo ended up finishing last. Race set up for something to come from behind. If you told me Giga Kick and Private I were going to be there, I would have taken any money you like. Yeah, imagine getting the Quinella. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Giga Kick just sticks his neck out at the right time. He, he's a winner, he's a star. Great um, great story about the sire and scissor oh, kick. Yeah. What's he standing um, for 300 bucks or something Tunisia somewhere? This year or something like that. Oh. Um, yeah, amazing story. Uh, I back scissor kick once at a hundreds in a golden rose, if you don't mind, and ran oh. um, second. So there you go. But uh, I back the winner at 150, so don't worry about that. Uh, there's only one bloke in Australia that I know of, uh, that you know of, that backed Giga Kick and the winner of this race. At the 200, gold trip up to New Marion, Knight's order, and then came Durston getting out. Gold trip, 100 metres to go just in front. Durston is coming at gold trip and got up. Durston has got up to win it for Mickey D from gold. 
Uh, and that's Paul Dimitina. Mm, your grandma. Showed us some bet slips. Had a chat with him Saturday night, and uh, yeah, it was he was up and about. He had a good day. Yeah, well, hadn't he ever? Shouted us a bottle of red. Yeah, and oh yeah, and maybe a fireball or two. Didn't he? <laughs> I think so. I went and bought him that's, a couple that, back. That's why Sunday radio was so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. <clears throat> hey, um, right, it's time for my favourite segment, uh, and we love this. This is where we get stuck in. I've got a couple of things I want to roll out here too that might even get another run on Sunday. This is the Labin. Right, time for the lay-bin. Right, you're going to go first? I can go first, off the long run. Um, now, Miles, look at me. Look at me. Oh, no, this is going to be about me, isn't it? It is about you. What have I done? Oh, don't tell me it was about last night. It is about last night. Oh, mate, off the, I... Do... Look at me. Not good enough. I, uh, what's not good enough? So, I reckon, for the listeners, I text Miles about three times, called him a couple of times. Thursday night, we on. Birthday, dinner, celebrations. My mate's in town that you know well, Lockie. He's here, Miles, and uh, you locked it in. You said, yep, I'll be there. 6.30 rolls around. No word. 7 o'clock rolls around. I text you at 7.30. Oh, sorry, mate, I forgot. I, mate, I honestly... <laughs> I. I... I feel terrible, and I, we're going tonight. I've asked where we're going, and I'm spending all my time with you tonight. Oh. But I, I genuinely, I, I finished one o'clock the Get night. Get stuck before. into him, listeners, please. Oh, mate, I, I'm. That's how important I am. Don't worry about that, mate. I, no, I, I'm you, just you, joking, I, you know mate. where I, I was at home with a microwave chicken ticker that's still bothering me at the moment. Absolutely awful. <laughs> Um, you could have had a much better feed with, with us. With my computer on, um, and mate, it, it's like it really stung. Well, like, you could have you could have had a great meal with us, but that's all right. Yeah, I could have had a good dinner with you. I, I'm I'm I feel terrible. That's I, all right, mate. That's fine. We move on. You can well, buy me a drink tonight. Yeah, we, I will. Um, you, uh, you go, and then I've got a couple more. All right, maybe one more. Uh, the Australian and um, uh, Australian. Actually, I'll be careful how I word this. <laughs> People from uh, oh on sporting platforms <laughs> oh. uh, lecturing the public on on um, their moral or beliefs, and everyone knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> if you want to go, if you want to wear a uniform oh. for Australia, you wear the uniform that you're given. Oh, don't get me started. And if you want to wear the uniform that you're given, this, now, now you, you can. Ricky, you... Ricky Gervais said it at his best when he hosted the Golden Globes. He said, you are in no position to lecture the public on on anything to do with moral, political. You are in no position whatsoever <laughs> to, to, to have some sort of moral high ground. Now, everything that they wear, their shoes, their iPhones, their headphones, the amount of flights they take, their the private, mansions. The private planes. Private planes. The private planes this particular person their, took between Adelaide to Sydney in COVID times. Their mansions, uh, their amount of excess. And you want to say that, that, you, that you don't want to align yourself with someone that's supporting you. You'd never look a gift horse in the mouth. Shush. It's very funny you should say this because we actually spoke about this at dinner, which you would have got oh. off your chest. You might not have made for good radio. I don't know. I'm, the, the people are going to come from, I understand people having beliefs, but don't – like, you're in a position that very, very few get to. Very fortunate. Anyway, um, mine, selling – I sold a car, luckily, today. And um, – We went to sell mine, but I crashed it. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to rub that in again. Yeah. No, <laughs> 
I put Facebook Marketplace in the bin. Oh, no. Is, is you this, didn't sell uh, your car on Facebook Marketplace. Is this available? Is this available? Oh, no. Do you reckon I'd put it on, on an ad and make it public for it not to be available? Moronic. Yep. Stop messaging me saying, is this available? It's a car. It's on it's sale. Ad. It's an ad. I don't want it. It does my head in. Um, I've got one out of... Is this available? What are you reckoning? It? Yeah, what, it's an ad. Oh, yeah. uh, I've got another one. Yeah, is I've been noticing a, a trend lately of like there's you know we've got flat earthers and we've got all these sort of people, <laughs> but I, I've noticed a trend lately is people believing that vapor trails from passenger jets are the government spraying us. <laughs> Have you seen this? On I've seen it. On social media, no. the people are saying, look, they're at it again. Look, there's no planes meant to be going through here. Yep, they've sprayed over here and they've sprayed over there. Vapor trails from planes are the government's... What are they spraying? Well, they reckon that they're trying to create rain by spraying and then also what they're doing they're is... They're trying to create rain. Yeah, they're trying to create rain by spraying, but they're also trying to control the the public um, as in some sort of, you know, mind-altering post-COVID stuff. <laughs> I mean... So who are, you, who are you putting in the lay bin? The right. Flat earthers. Well, flat earthers are in the same realm here. <laughs> yeah. They're tin foil hat wearing. Yeah, just <laughs> just just take it easy. Maybe social media is not for you. <laughs> Maybe social media is not for you. Just uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. The sort of people that eat a banana with the peel on. We do commonly put society as a whole in the lay bin. <laughs> oh, mate, if you're thinking that. That, that, that oh. the vapour trails from passenger jets are the government spraying us all week. <laughs> They've <laughs> so, only read that on Facebook too. Oh, mate, yeah, look, the, the, home of all, the home of all truth, yeah. Are those vapour trails available? <laughs> I thought it was one out of left field, but I just saw uh, it the other that day. Was, and... That was left, very left field. That might be the most left field labour we've had. <laughs> we've gone from <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Like, we've just gone everywhere. Yeah, I couldn't believe when I read the, about the Australian netball team. Oh. Oh, I reckon... On, yeah, you know, Nat Von Birdo would have she would have killed over with um when she would have heard that, former captain. She would have gone, <laughs> How about just pull, take the money and play and represent your country? Right. Um what do you want to do now? Let's go around the let's go around the grounds. Oh geez, that wound me up. <laughs> How long have we got? <laughs> How long? Look how long as we want. <laughs> Righto, around the grounds. I'll keep this short, sharp and shiny at this stage. Best at Morfittville is going to be race six, number eight, Stadium of Light. Um, Ascot, the best there. This is one of the best horses in the country. I can't believe this horse went up in an even money range. Race seven, number two, Amelia's Jewel. $2.20 or two thirty. I think you can get at the moment. Unreal. Ascot, race seven, number two, Amelia's Jewel. And then at Doombin, oh, there's three that I sort of want to play around up there. Race four, number six, Extremist. Race five, number eight, Fetch, and race eight, number four, Proper Rogue. So Extremist, Fetch, Proper Rogue, and then Ascot, Amelia's Jewel, Morfittville Stadium of Light. Have you got anything around the grounds? Your Newcastle stuff last week was unbelievably good. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Uh, do the work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do the work with the, with the black book. You watch the trials, and sometimes it comes up all right. Um Port Macquarie, speaking of trials. Port, what? Port Macquarie Sunday. Just a little wrong in here. Stop the press. <laughs> Just a little, little out the back of the hand yeah, number. a little googly. A uh, little googly. Right. Port Macquarie Sunday, race five, number six, alibi.com. Trialed up, tried up enormous. Stepped up first up, ran really well with double figures. I might have tipped it as well somewhere. I tipped it somewhere and it ran second and at a big place price and can run well again. 
Yeah, I don't mind the barrier. It can be charging late. Alibi.com, race six, number five. Uh, right. Five, number six. Sorry. Right. That's around the grounds. Head to bet fair for live markets on the T20 Cricket World Cup and back or lay bet. Very quickly, before we get into the cards and all the racing, cricket, you've been following it yet or did about to wind up? Well, 22nd, tomorrow night. Australia, New Zealand, first first match of the series. I can't wait for that. That uh, Australia at dollar forty nine at Betfair to come to you. New Zealand three dollars. All so back to late New Zealand. I there. will be backing New Zealand there at the price. They'll be shorter than three dollars at some point. The odds fluctuate so much in these twenty twenty games. Yeah, one it's, wicket and a drop. You can set your lay traps so you can back them now. You can put lay prices in, hedge, do whatever you want. Great trading. This is a Friday night Betfair edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock, with you. We'll be back on the other side of this. For our, well, first look at the cards at Mooney Valley tonight and also Ramwick tomorrow. Friday night, Betfair Edge. Head to Betfair for live markets on the T20 Cricket World Cup and back or lay bet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night, Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you all. Thanks to Betfair. Back and lay bet on Cox Plate Day. Join at betfair.com.au. Or join on the app. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's start with our... These are the first two cards of the week because we're going to have a look at tonight and we're going to have a look at Randwick tomorrow. You got to know when we Know when All right, let's go to the Valley. and Well, as we are on, there's racing out there, but we're just going to save it, go straight to race number four for the team. Uh, this is over the 1,000 metres, benchmark 70 here. There's, I think there's three in this. I think Field of Flutes was absolutely superb at Warwick Nabil. It bolted in there. Now, I know it didn't beat a lot, but Jit did it well. And a horse that looks like it can do it on speed. Miss Rosiano definitely got the class edge, been in a lot better races than this. Um, I'm not sure how she's going to go at the track. She's going to be one that will want it up on speed as well. And don't rule out a horse down the bottom called Yowie, the Johnny Sadler. This horse won enlisted grade on debut. Then went to Caulfield and was a two and a half, I think. I'm thinking that was some sort of championship racing behind Cannonball and Ivy Eagle. So um, if there's a market move for the 10, I'll play. But I'm probably going to be yeah, playing around the two and the five, I would have thought. Yeah, interesting race. You've named half the field, so that's good. Um... Oh, <laughs> don't you start this. <laughs> I don't need to say any more, to be honest, mate. You've covered it all. Right, out, race five. Uh, 9.55, uh, 55 second challenge. Good luck. Taunting best. <laughs> How about my mate Lockie? You know. Yeah. Got the car with him this today. We're driving out to my birthday dinner, which he didn't turn up to. And in oh, the end, he goes, mate. I bet you Lockie's tipping taunting. I bet you, sorry, I bet you Miles is tipping taunting. taunting. Have you ever t- not tipped taunting? Well, I've tipped it its last three starts, and it's one, one, and then ran third. So I'm well in front. Did it get scratched last week? It did, didn't it? Yeah. And then, but they've, they've, I, every time it won over there, I said, you won't see it in Adelaide again. It'll go to Melbourne. And they kept running it. And then uh, that run at Morfittville, something happened. It's already finished a length off Shimino and Kemmel Parser. Now, we know what Kemmel Parser's done before. Kemmel Parser's like group two performed and given Not Behemoth a touch-up. Yeah. So um, this is just better than them. Well, you're getting, uh, what are you getting here? What you could have got 340 about this. Yeah, 260, 270 on Betfair now. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't make a case against him, to be honest. Nasturtium's not a bad horse, so keep a close eye on Nasturtium. Um, I couldn't make anything of best in a 955 at the Valley. Yeah, uh, four and two of the numbers outside of it. And look, after the 955s, you know what happens? 
because everyone thinks it's leader-ish because they've bolted out the 955 and the leader wins. The next race, they go too hard, and then you can back a swooper. And I'm going to go with Shibli, which is a horse that's going to be setting midfield. J-Mac, Chris Waller goes second up. This is a tough old race, but um, I was going to – I'll be a fair bit wider in the quaddy, but I think Shibley are going to get a decent price. Yep, fair enough. I'll be, um, yeah, it's a really interesting race. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, first, what? You good? You good? Yeah. No, I don't have. I don't have a huge opinion. I'll be, I'll be enjoying this race, just chilling out. Right, let's go to the big one, the Manicado. Uh, look, wide open this market here, and well, um, you and I were talking off air. We're going to be about the same. Cool and Gatter, I think. From gate one, it goes up a kilo, but I think up in trip, it might get found out. And the way I'm thinking is these races a little bit later, I just don't think it's going to be as easy to do it um, hard on the front. Clearly, the race and uh, the horse that ran the best in the Moya was Bella Nipatina. I'm with Pillaley in front just because it's versatile from that gate. Bella Nipatina, oh, I think, could run a drum, but then I'm going to have to include best of Bordeaux, not the worst. Um, cool and Gatter, geez, if it goes full blown leader ish in Maquaddy. Um, 11-11's flying, and also Jamia. Oh, you just named half the field again. You're flying here, Fitz. Um... Moody Valley's not my track, mate. You know that. <laughs> no, it's no. not my happy hunting ground. Well, let's look at the speed. The emergencies have come out. So um, in the boat, Sabato XL come out, sweet rides out. Uh, it leaves the astrologist, Best of Bordeaux, Coolagata Rothfire, to, to dictate the speed. Interesting to see whether the astrologist kicks forward. Tim Clark, Best of Bordeaux, best front-running rider um, in Australia, in my opinion, or right up there. Have to do some work to get there. He might have to do some work to get there, but I wouldn't leave this horse alone. He's the value in the race if he can roll forward. I wouldn't be surprised if Cooling Gatter takes a sit up to 1,200 metres, but Jamie Coe just per- rates these horses perfectly. I am with Pulele. You said um, you said Bill and Epitina was the best run in the Moya. I thought Pulele was equally as good. Both of them were fantastic. Pulele ran the fastest final 200 metres of that race on that night where you couldn't couldn't be back and wide. Um, Bellin Patina ran the fastest eight, six, and four, and was fantastic. I, I would have taken Bellin Patina on twelve hundred meters, a strong race, strong tempo, if she hadn't drawn the absolute perfection here in Barry Two. She just gets such a soft ride, but so does Pulele. He draws well. James McDonald's and uh, riding well, obviously, is a freak. Um, yeah, Pulele on top. I love that win last uh, up to twelve hundred meters. Yeah, so it's similar. That's a bet, but gee, I'm going wide in my quaddies. I just think with rain around and stuff like that, I know I've named half the field, but you've got to be, these meetings can throw up a doozy. And speaking of doozies, race eight there over the 2040 BM70. Ah, 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 ah. No, like, yeah, no. Nah. No idea. Letting that one go through the keeper? Yep. Uh, no run. No run? Well, I'll be having a bet in it. Just, oh, just here we go. No, I just don't know which, which well, horse yet. How are you and I going to be travelling about this time? We'll be, we'll be flying. <laughs> we'll be flying. Hopefully getting oh, the chopper home or straight you, to the big house. You wait for this. You wait for this. I'll be going, no, nah, we've got a back. We've got a back yeah, one exactly after right. just No, nah, not today. keen, not keen. Not keen. <laughs> no, we'll gamble, do all that now in the last. Gamble responsibly. It's responsible uh, Responsible harm or gambling harm awareness week. So gamble responsibly, be accountable, be uh be mature, and there's no such thing as a last race fits. So there's a little piece of advice for you. Gee whiz. Can we go to Ramwick now? <laughs> we can go to Ramwick. Right, let's go to Ramwick. Um, I know what... I know. we don't speak a lot of sense on this show. So no. I went serious for a second. They don't come here for seriousness. No. Res- anyway. We do gamble yeah, responsibly, though. 1-800-858-858. That's it. <laughs> Just remind me that at, uh, <laughs> at 10 o'clock tonight, would you? <laughs> right, let's skip um, Ramwick race one, two, and three, unless you've got something. No, we can move on. Right. Race number four. Um, I wanted to your thoughts here uh, between Mahagoni and Omudgy. Oh, I thought 
you're trying to find horses that might like the sting out. Um, but it's not a great race. I'm not all that keen to play. Yeah, difference between track, how the track plays, and between those two you mentioned and map. Uh, Mahagoni will be back charging late, flying this time in. I laid it last start, got the chocolates there, and um, that was the race where Hosier dictated out front. But um, this horse was against the bias. I think Mahagoni's deserved favourite there. Race five over the mile, uh, four, six, and two, my numbers are once again not that keen to play. I agree. Rubbish race. Not for me. Purple sector playing last starts into outside lead, disappointing, and doesn't like the wet, so can't play there. Race six of Brian Crowley. Well, we've seen the scratching of Wollonga Beast to run um, oh, was in race four. Absolute moral. Yep. Here, I, I've written Wollonga Beast best if runs. Yeah. Was, yep. Well, we say that now it's scratched. We put our put our balls out there and challenge it and uh, put everything on the cards and now it's scratched, so... It's fine. We All can right. do that. So after that, Who do you like? three, two, seven, insurrection, Cote, and then dashing legend. My numbers? Uh, not much. I'm not giving you much, am I? No. Cote. Oh, did you? I name every see, horse in the race. See, you don't name one. <laughs> see how <laughs> see how the track's playing because Cote or Cote or um, rolls forward, and if the track's favouring those up on speed and it's hard to make ground, going to be mighty hard to beat again. All right. Let's go to. Um, the calendar Presnell, uh, this is over. Golden Mile wins. Yep. Hard to argue. Hard yep. to argue. Just, yeah, no issue with heavy track. No, it should be fine. Communist is That's probably the, the only... only one, but yeah, no. Nah. Let's go now to the spring champion stakes. Uh, over the 2,000 metres, this is a nice race, this. This is a really nice race, but you know what? I think I've found one. I want to have a bet here, and I'm getting money about Williamsburg that I did not think I would get. Last two runs on heavy decks have been superb. Um, I think it's probably going to get close enough to the heavy rains. I know it's currently a soft six, but rain expected to come. Um, I know it hasn't had a run at the trip, but Jesus just got a winning record this. The two goes at the mile. I think it's suited up to the 2,000 metres. Uh, Kieran McAvoy, I think, from gate two has got all the options. I'm happy to take it on from sharp and smart. Promudo's probably overs. I think elliptical Needs it probably, yeah, soft or drier rather than heavy. Um, but I'm each way all day Williamsburg. Yeah, I'll try to get the market up quickly, but I'm I'm with you. Um, this horse was a good thing, I thought, when um, last start when rising to the 1,800 metres on the wet track in that gloaming, but the race got called off. It got moved to Warwick Farm on a Wednesday. It got shifted back to 1,600 metres. Yeah, dropped the 200. And... It was still good. I, I just think 2,000 metres wet tracks are absolutely perfect. McAvoy needs to get this horse a bit closer from Barry too. That's the key. And I agree with you. I've got him on top. I still – Sharp and Smart was great last start. Just oh, – I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of him. Oh, I took him on up to 800 metres because it was 14 up to 18. And then the 1,600 metres – But I also took change. him on. He'd never had a go on a heavy deck and he came out and won. Yeah, and he was strong. So – um, no, I've got um, Williamsburg on top. The filly, she's extreme. has got to be some chance. Gets through the wet. She was enormous against the bias last start behind Zugotcha. So, um, yeah, I, I think she's the danger for me. But Williamsburg on top. The invitation. I'll oh, take your pick. Probably leaning towards Ice Bath. Really deserves one. If it's going to be it, it's this. Um, this I'm not, is a very plain yeah, $2 million race. I'm not ruling out my old mate promise of success <laughs> yeah. at $20. I think Nimalee is in the hunt, probably just happy to risk Espiona. You know what a horse that, that geez, they, when they have them right, if it's a heavy deck, you do not, like I can't let Bell Placier go around at 20-somethings. Interesting race. I don't know which one I'm leaning between the, the two at the top. 
Nimalee, Ice Bath. Ice Bath, they're both pretty plain last start, but both really good the start before. I wouldn't be surprised if we see these mares races, they're so even, luck in running. Espiona is clearly the other one. Um, I could entertain Espiona here. I think she's ready to do something now. Yeah, I just don't. Just she's a wetty. She needs it wet. But so do well, some of the others, if it's wet. Bill yeah, well, Ice Bath it. comes into it. Ice Bath, they all do, yeah. yeah so, but I just think Espiona might be the one, might be ready to do something. Uh, race number 10, the BM88. I'm back in Alia each way all day. James Cumming, Blake, Shin, Clemenco, the only danger. I only have two in the quaddy there. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I think those two are going to be pretty hard to beat, mate. All right. Well, that's our first look. Now we're going to look at Mooney Valley on Saturday on the other side of this. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock, all thanks to Betfair. And you can head to Betfair for live markets on the T20 Cricket World Cup. Back or lay bet. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 in this Gambling Health Awareness Week. Friday night, Betfair Edge. Back and lay bet on Cox Plate Day. Join at betfair.com.au or on the app. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night, Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you all. Thanks to Betfair. And don't forget, you can back and lay bet on Cox Plate Day. Join at betfair.com.au or on the app. As always, gamble responsibly. And speaking of Cox Plate Day, it's time now for the main card of the week. You got to know when the holder. This gives me the mood. Know when the folder. Good way to start it. No, reminds me of the Darwin Cup ball. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't remember that's the night I did the early runner and got to the. Remember I got to the pub and got the spot? Yes, you got the spot. Yeah, I said, oh, Campbell Brown organised it. And they went, (laughs) at the the big line. And they went, who? I said, Campbell Brown. They they said they're lined up here and they're like, who are you with? I just went, Channel 7. They're like, come around the back. (laughs) I went straight in. Very good. Yeah, it turns out Brownie didn't say a word. He set me up. Got me in anyway. Um, right. Not that, I just don't like lining up. Let's go to Mooney Valley. <laughs> line-ups are in the lay-bin. Yeah, line-ups in the lay-bin. Uh, nice card, this. Kick it away. It? Race one. Mail around for Arkansas, kid. There's mail around for it. It's as good as any for me in race number one, the English banner. Yeah, we like it, mate. We like it. Do we? Yes, we do. Yep. yep. It's on top for me. Arkansas lad. It's going to be hard to beat. Arkansas Hopefully, kid. Whatever it's called. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, I've got it on top and uh, horse to beat. Hopefully, we can get the day off to a good start. Now, can we Arkansas just kid? can we just say this off the top? I'm doing this form basis on a, a, a sort of a soft at worst. Now, if this gets to heavy, everything I'm saying is out the window, mm. right? Because I'm still saying that you probably want to be on speedish, um, but if it's chopped out, I'll try and give you some alternatives. But I've done this, you know. This is a five or six. If it gets worse, then it's totally different kettle. Um, race number two, uh, over the thousand here. Found this one interesting. Estella Rocker, I thought was probably a decent each way price. Same with Sartorial Splendor. And I wasn't ruling out Streetcar Stranger, but probably going to have a little each way nibble on Estella Rocker. Just great record here. Jay Mack aboard. Incredible odds, this race. It's, it's incredibly open. Um, no idea from me. I'll be asking around on track for some tips, I reckon. Um, race... oh, it's $6 a field on Betfair. Yeah, it is. Unbelievable. It's nuts. Uh, race number three, uh, over the 1,200. Uh, this is an interesting one. Sweet Ride, which we've seen a little bit of, has been superb um, uh, in its last campaign, especially at Rose Hill. I've beaten a Tuno, which we've got a lot of time for. It was two links off in secret. Um, and last start was only in behind Best of Bordeaux, who you see go around later. So it has to be respected on top. 
there's two others I quickly wanted to mention here. Uh, Great Barrier Reef, the nine. Um, uh, I think that can respond at seven bucks. And a real roughie, King's Consort. This is a horse that, if they can make ground, I think, might be able to get a bit of a run. It's not the worst in behind Quang Try. That form stacks up okay. So uh, I'm Sweet Ride, Great Barrier Reef, King's Consort. I, I agree with the King's Consort. I went looking for it, but I just wanted to see more from its jump out. I thought it was pretty plain um, trialling, unfortunately. But the Quang Try form brings different form, only bettered by that horse who, who won on um, Wednesday Caulfield. So... Uh, very, very tough race. My advice to people out there, my biggest tip is be adaptable, be willing to adjust your staking, your form, your form going into this because Sir Jardin could be best horse in the race going okay, but he's drawn barrier one. He's a back marker drawn barrier one. It could absolutely be the no go zone. He could be three back the fence on the quicksand there when they're getting wide. You've got to monitor the track conditions. It's absolutely crucial. Because the rail by then could be chopped up if it got so, wet. So you want to be laying three, four, or four, five, and six. Be willing to adapt. Yeah, you so, have to have to be able to so adapt. We could get to we could get to race three tomorrow at Mooney Valley and Sir Jordan have absolutely no hope. Yep, but we could also get there and it looks like the one you might want to back. It could be the place to be. But either way, it's going to be back on the fence, which is a little query for me. Sweet Rides had favours last start, the way the track played. Now draws barrier 10 at the Valley. Like, that could be the right spot, but we don't know. Shillelagh doesn't probably bring as good a Sydney form, but I backed it last start in that um, race on Wednesday and it was really good. Got to be a chance. Great Barrier Reef is a chance, and I agree. King's Consort is some hope, but it's a very tricky race. Uh, race number four, the PFD Food Services Crockett. Now, this is about pattern. If it's a bit leaderish, fast, and not too bad, Greece is my best bet of the day. If it's wet, going back Wollonga Beast. It, Greece doesn't like it heavy or too wet, so I, I'm, I'm going to stick with Greece because I'm scratch, doing the form scratch for that. Greece if it's too wet, don't they? If it's too too wet, I reckon it'll still get a fine line where I don't know whether or not she'll be their best. But it's yeah. Greece and Wollonga Beast all day. They're the two. If it's wet, like super wet, Wollonga Beast. So huge speed here. You've got H2O now comes out. But Pantanario, Greece, Everglade, Birdies Galore, Bay 13, and uh, Pretty Tavi if running. Um, they've all got a lot of speed. Then you get Lady Laguna uh, and Running By who's quick too. Huge tempo. Um, that's a query for Greece. I agree. If we're on a heavy track, Wollonga Beast is clearly the horse to beat. And they'll probably scratch Greece. Um, if we're on a soft six and Greece comes right into it, I think one of those two will win. Um, it's a good race, though. Really good race. It is. Let's go. This one's a little bit tougher, though. We go to the Phillies Classic and, gee whiz, I've, I've got Do It Lara on top. Um, the other one in the race is Climbing Star for Philip Stokes. And then, oh, I've got really no idea. This is probably one that I'd be looking to hopefully get a roughy up for maybe nearly quaddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can lay off on Betfair, obviously. Um, you go for a race that has huge speed to a race that has absolutely no speed. Do it large gets the map favours, can lead or settle behind lead. Probably the horse to beat. Hell hath no fury was okay, but it was a bunch finished last start. It was a high rating race, but they all crossed the line together. Probably under the odds for me. I'll be looking to lay Hell hath no fury. I think it's too short just for the J Mac factor, but do it large might be on top. Race five, race number six, the Crystal Mile. Normally a lovely race. This and the scratching of Tuvalu, huge, huge in this. Um, Very disappointed it's out. Yeah. Very. Oh, um, do you know what happened? Because I gave it none. Um, I, yeah, I know what happened. Nothing what? Ha- Nothing happened. It just, he didn't know whether he wanted to run before heading to Flemington. Horse didn't need a run. Doing, he, he 
what did, originally didn't want it and he did so well between runs that he nominated and accepted here and just gave him a, a trial or a jump out the other day at home and he just thought he didn't need to run. So he's not I, here. I'm looking at probably two ways. I think on a good or soft surface, I think military experts probably going well enough and will get a nice steer. Um, and if it gets really wet, I'm going to back call side nav if it gets wet. So that's my two play. I've, I've probably got military expert on top for the way I'm playing it at the moment. Oh, dog's breakfast this race. Now, before Tuvalu got scratched, there were six that came through the Turak and then four through the Rupert Clark. So I went looking for different horses. They've all changed form. Like, Corsaline Mav was awful last start and won the, won the Rupert Clark impressively the, on the heavy track. Did he have the tongue over the bit last start, though? It was, yeah, like, too bad to be true. Banker's Choice was unlucky last start. I can make a case for him each way. But I've gone with the international here. Your girl, Annabelle Nisham. Um uh, my Oberon trolled up superbly at Cranbourne the other day. One of my better bets of the program here, my Oberon. Doesn't need to be that good to be winning this. I don't think there are any stars here. What number is that? bunch, number five, my Oberon. Oh, six, number five. I love the trial. International is placed a, a group one company overseas on soft tracks. I, I'll be concerned if we're on a heavy eight, nine, or heavy nine or ten, but I think he can run well, my Oberon. Let's go to just, race. I'll be saving Visionari. Just brings different form as well. Yeah, I think Visionari is probably one you've got to include in some quaddies. Uh, race number seven over the 2040, Drummond Golf Vase Stakes. That makes no sense. Why is it a vase and a stakes? It should be one or the other. It's either the vase or the stakes. Ugh. Unreal. Gee, I'm hungry. Right, Berkeley Square. <laughs> Berkeley Square, um, uh, for me, I think Virtuous Circle, Vahita Sand, and um, is it um, Pericles? Pericles. Pericles. Um, they're the ones <laughs> in behind. Did you pronounce it? Parasols. Parasols. Pericles, yeah. Pericles. Oh, it's only one, two, three here. Three hopes. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I think Berkeley can win here, though. Berardino, the other, only other one. So I, I think maybe four hopes. Berardino was good last start. Uh, $15. I'll be including him in the multiples. Fastest 10, 12, 8, 6, and 4 of that race behind Mr. Maestro. We saw Grand Piero come out running fifth in that race to win on uh, Wednesday. Caulfield uh, Geelong Classic, it was. Um yeah, uh, Pericles, really interesting horse. 1,400 metres up to 2040. Wouldn't be here if they didn't think could do it, but it's a really interesting setup. Got to respect uh, whatever. They place them as good as any. Got to respect whatever Cummings puts on the track at the moment. And Jamie Carr going on is positive. So I probably couldn't take the 240 Berkeley Square, um, but market's going to be really key. Head to betfair.com.au. Mooney Valley Gold Cup, uh, thanks to our great friends at McCafe, of course. But this is a field rate. I could make a case for every horse in this race, nearly. Uh, Francesco Gardi on top for me. You want to see how the track's playing and whether you can run on and oh, whatnot. But that's you wouldn't common. know what you wouldn't know what tempo now, you get here either. This horse fell almost fell at the uh, eleven hundred last start. It was an amazing run. He still ran the fastest um, race, fastest final splits. His two hundred was the twelfth fastest on the day over twenty five hundred meters. That's impressive. Um, McDonald on Barry two can settle closer. Actually, was midfield and got shuffled right back and then almost fell. So it was came on last. He can settle closer here. I think he's the horse to beat Francesco Gardi race eight. Ladbrokes Cox Plate um, over the twenty forty. This is superb. Um, Animo still track dependent here at this point, but Animo and Zaki are the two. I think Animo is probably going to uh, get the run of the race. I think Jamie will probably have to take it up unless something comes right across and spends the tickets to then get a sit. Um, I think James is going to make some decisions in regards to whether he sits one off. He'll have options. Um, look, he's the best horse in the race. I've got to have him on top. 
from Zaki. El Bodegon comes into it. It's got uh, French Derby form, the, the former and the French Derby, then going to the arc. was all been franked. All those horses have gone on and done really good things. Um, I'm happy to risk Alligator Blood, Thunderstruck and Brightside. I think Mwanga and Gold Trip both come into it, especially if it's wet. So I've actually gone 10, 1, 12, 5 and 6, and I'm going to have a box trifecta with Animo on top um, as another little bet. But Zaki can roll it, but geez, it's a lucky dip. Yeah, I'm not saying anything new here. I've got Animo on top. I think he's, a, he's an absolute star. He's won a group one as a two-year-old, three-year-old and four-year-old. Last horse to do that was Show a Heart 20-odd years ago. He's an absolute star. I want to see him win. Star. I, I want to see him win. It'll be huge on track uh, tomorrow to see a champion of the turf here in Australia win this race. He peaks fourth up time and time again. What he did in the Rose Hill Guineas last autumn, what he did in the Cox Plate last year, I think he sets up perfectly. He draws well. and Track and ride are the only things that probably beat him. He's clearly on top for me. I think there's only four hopes. Saki. Yep. Gold Trip. Animo yep. and El Bodegon. Oh, well, they're, they're the four. 10, 1, 12, 5. Four that go in the quaddy. I think they're the one, of, one of those four win. Um, Six. Animo on top for me. Just, uh, just watch the market as well. We've seen in these big races, in Cox Plates years gone by, horses have been absolutely smashed on Betfair. Head to Betfair Live, check out the data, the trends, see who's firming, and they don't get it wrong very often in these big races. Uh, last of the day, found this pretty difficult. Look, roots from my whisper from Dusser, funnily enough. I think agreeable that form line stacks up. Sorello Miss isn't the worst, neither is Steinem. Six five four three two one. Might take a good ride from Willow from Barrier 3 here on Roots to get to the outside if they're coming real wide, but I've got Roots clearly on top. Brings A-grade form, has upside, and, yeah, wins, I think. That is the card at Mooney Valley. We're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, we'll come back with our Friday forecast, our best bets, and our lay of the day. This is the Friday Night Bet Fair Edge, and don't forget... You can back and lay bet on Cox Plate Day. Join at betfair.com.au or via the app. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock, back in a moment. Friday night, Betfair Edge. Head to Betfair for live markets on the T20 Cricket World Cup and back or lay bet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Friday night, Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Thanks to Betfair. Back and lay bet on Cox Plate Day. Join at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Tommy... It, this is the fun part where we have a little bit of fun. Let's go straight into our Friday forecast. Oh, righto. Most at stake. Marty Sonnen, track manager, Mooney Valley. Oh, always. He's always always a high-pressure cooker. It's the time to shine. He's two big days. He's got to get it right. Railing the true. He'll be feeling the pressure. I'm going to say uh, Annabelle Neesham. For most at sake. Three runners in the Cox Plate. Couple of stars. Zaki. I don't mind it. He's got a pair from you. I'm not, I'm, and I don't mean that negatively. I'm just saying, like, if she, no, I agree. If she gets one wins or whatever, that's it's probably career changing a bit. So she's got a bit at stake. But Jamie, Jamie Carr. It's not in a bad way. Jamie Carr, potential first female to win a Cox Plate. Yep. That's that's impressive. Good luck to her. Doomsday scenario. I do a Glenn Ingram. Get hung over and can't turn up to the races. By that's what I mean by Glen Ingram. Lay bin. Um, I, I, I could get excited a bit later and and wake up. I'll and tell you not one thing right now. After I leave Mooney Valley, I am not going out with you. That's not going to happen. Oh, mate, no, I'm going to be on. I'm going to be on TV. At we're getting the chopper. It's always been a pipe dream to get the chopper. 
to the big house. So we might do that tonight. We'll see you how we go. We might be getting the chopper to the big house. We'll see how we go. We've got a, we've got a line if we have a few wins. Oh. We'll see. Wow. <laughs> how much money do I need to take tonight? Righto. My doomsday scenario is a heavy track Saturday. It's doomsday for me. Mooney Valley's not notoriously a good track for for me because I scrap all my form out of it. But a doomsday for me personally is if it's a heavy track Saturday, oh, the book's away. Yep. Yep. Um, you sure thing? Mooney Valley will be absolutely humming tomorrow. Cox Plate, it'll be going off. Robbie Dolan, God, he'll bring the oh, he'll bring the crowd oh, down. Mooney Valley humming it's the on last, Cox Plate. Though. Yeah, no <laughs> SH, you know what, no, T, Sherlock. No, <laughs> nah, Robbie Dolan is <laughs> Daryl Braithwaite getting the... He's in no, the he's labor. booked another gig. No, he hasn't. He has. He's got the labor. Yeah, well, surely. good. He's got... He's yep. Robbie Dolan is a star. I hope he doesn't sing you all the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my sure oh. thing is Animo finishes in the top three. You reckon mine was weak? You've, well, you've picked the two, the dollar twelve to place. Come on, mate. Be sure better. thing. Um, right, let's time for our lay of the day. Oh, you got to let it go a little bit, Sammy. Just a little bit. There we are. Why don't we? Yeah, there we are. Righto. Thank you, buddy. You go because mine is not going to be popular with the punters. Not popular at all. It's not going to be popular. No, there's going to be like you idiot, and I and I hope it, <laughs> I hope it comes off. But I you idiot. There's so many people on social media are tipping this horse to win, and I'm laying it to place. I love that. That's very courageous, mate. I love it. Um, oh, Tuvalu <laughs> can't win. <laughs> <laughs> so it, what, 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 time, what time are we now? Oh, I've. Really struggling. Tuvalu was going to be, but it's scratched, so I don't have much. Well, do honest. something like what I'll well, tell you. You go, what, you go first, and I'll find I'm one. laying on Thunderstruck, won't run in the top three. I don't mind that. Play at the place, it won't, it won't run in the top three. And uh, like everyone on our TikTok, SE and track TikTok, and everywhere, they're all going, Thunder wins, Thunder wins. The, the people that don't, like, they've got a bit carried away. Even uh, Mick Price said they're going to have to ride forward. He's not too sure whether or not um, he's, he's not selling it. Might be able to win, but stuff would have to go wrong for other horses. Fair. I oh, don't know. This, I, that's not going to be popular. I could, I could lay Berkeley Square at the price. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of others that can beat it. 20-40 over Mooney Valley. All right. Uh, very quickly, can we get some World Cup odds? We've got about 45 seconds. Yeah, Australia favourites, $4.10. I'm laying them, four twenty. I think England are the bet, $4.20. India, four ninety. South Africa, $8.40. All right. Um, why aren't we getting the chopper out there? Why aren't we getting the chopper out there? We need to, I don't know, that's a good question. We'll be um, getting the train out there probably. I don't know, maybe an Uber. We'll see how we go, but it's going to be a huge night, oh, mate. Oh, I've forgotten our best bets. I was going to say, I thought we were missing something. Yeah, we better go to those. Come on, mate. What well, is your best? Money don't jiggle, jiggle. All righty, best. I've given my round the grounds earlier in the show. Best is going to be Greece, only if it's dry. Uh, Greece, if it's dry, Golden Mile, Ramwick. Uh, mine, race six. Number five, my Oberon, each way. That's all we've got time for on the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Don't forget, you can head to Betfair for live markets on the T20 Cricket World Cup. Back or lay bet the Cox Plate, of course. Miles Fitzner, and Tom Haylock be back. Same time, same place next week. Gamble responsibly. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.